Welcome to Engineering Works, powered by the ACEC of Illinois. We'll be featuring the innovators, creators, designers, and engineers who are making engineering work in Illinois and reshaping our state. My name is Haley Burns. I am co-founder of public affairs and public relations firm River Strategies and co-founder of Lincoln Forum, a Chicago-based public affairs event series. Today, I'm talking to Orhan Olgar. Orhan is ACEC Illinois National Director and former chair of the Turkish American Cultural Alliance and vice president of 2IM Group. Orhan, I want to talk to you about the earthquake in Turkey and opportunities U.S. firms may have to help in the future rebuild process. First of all, the earthquake itself was very, very strong. There was a 7.8 scale earthquake happened at like 4 a.m. while everybody was sleeping. And while everybody thought that it was done, the following morning, I mean, throughout the day, at 1 p.m., there was a 7.4 scale earthquake hit the region again. So these are two devastating earthquakes happening in a few hours from each other. And then aftershocks never, ever ended. Thousands of thousands of aftershocks. So that was the greatest reason. The other reason is the faulty construction. The, the design of these buildings are perfect. I mean, there's no problem with the design of these buildings. But what happens is when the drawings and the calculations go to the contractors, contractors are the ones that don't have that many regulations or they bribe those inspectors, et cetera. There's, there are some, there's some bad stuff going on over, over there. They change the design on the spot. They remove a column or a beam to make uh, several more flats over the what was designed. So that is the main reason. And some of the buildings are done without any permits. When that happens, because of the political reasons, instead of demolishing those buildings, they, they allow them because of the, uh, the the votes that they might be getting from those people. There are a lot of social reasons and technical reasons and uh, just cause this uh, devastating event. Do you think that the engineering industry over there was aware that all of this was underneath the surface? Or do you think this was a big revealing of the reality of the situation? You would think that you would learn from your lessons, right? From, from the mistakes. But... Uh, about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, we had another earthquake in the western side of the country. And over there, similar stuff, but thankfully it wasn't as bad as this one. We still had, I think, 17 or 20,000 people died. But it was the same reason, faulty construction. So they did a lot of stuff. Oh, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Nobody will be able to do you know, bad construction anymore. But no, I mean, that wasn't the case. We, they immediately went back to normal as if nothing had happened. And we can see the results right now. So, yes, the industry knows about it, especially the construction industry knows about it. But there is nothing you can you can say. I mean, even if you go out there, it's not going to make any difference. But I think this is going to change. This, this is it. I think it, it has to change. Well, I know that right after the earthquake occurred, there were some local efforts that took place right away. And I know you were right in the middle of that. Can you tell us a little bit about how some of the local firms or even the industry over here reached out to support kind of in the triage phase of this? Everybody, the Turks living in the area in the United States or all over the country and all over the world, not only them, everybody 
started helping. And here in Chicago, Turkish American Cultural Alliance, TAKA is where we kind of the Turks unite. That's where all the efforts kind of focused and directed from. We sent thousands of thousands of pounds of supplies to Turkey uh, from O'Hare Airport. Companies helped us delivering those things. We have massive amount of supplies went there. Stoves went there. Generators went there. Coats, shoes, whatever you can imagine. And it's so emotional how people can unite in an event like this, in a devastational event like this, regardless of their race, you know, origin, religion, they just come and try to help. That was an eye-opener. It was very emotional also. Orhan, you've been living stateside for 30 years now? Correct. Right. Correct. So what a perspective as an engineer yourself. I can only imagine what that was like for you being in the middle of all that. And I know now that we're kind of in this phase of it, that you're looking forward to how United States firms and Chicago firms may be able to assist in the re future rebuild, which I imagine is going to be a lengthy process. First, where are we now? And then what do you think potentially the opportunities might be in the future for local firms to help? As far as the financial size of this earthquake, I just want to tell you about it. So it's the budget of the country was $104 billion last year. And the devastation, the damage of the earthquake that was caused in, in, in February was about $105 billion. So there's no way this country can go back there and patch the wounds right away. It's going to take a long, long, long time. And I am sure the world, the entire community, the, the other countries will start helping this, 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 uh, for this devastation. As an engineer, we just want to do the right thing and we want to go to the solution. We have a problem and we have to find a solution and solve that problem. That's how we work. And we know what the problem is here right now. And we can fix it. We know it. The only thing that we need is we, they need to allow us to go in there and, and fix it. And it's not only designing better buildings. It's just, it's just the whole package. We have to set up a new permit system. We need to set up a control system. The control mechanism has not been working, so we need to go fix that. So there are a lot of things that needs to be done. There are certain ex samples that we can kind of implement in Turkey that we have here in the United States that works well. So as far as lo local companies from United States working in Turkey to build is there is no government mandate yet or any issued any uh, declaration that they need help from other countries, engineering companies yet. Having said that, also the country is going to new election and uh, the current government has been in power for 20, 20 some years. So everything kind of has been halted over there. Every, everybody is focusing on the elections, but nothing else but elections. So I cannot get a hold of any government agency right now to get any answer about that. I have spoken with the uh, the consulates, Washington, D.C., for this, so they did not have any information yet. But what we have done is that I am in communication with the organization, which is equal to our ACEC organization in the United States, and they would like to work together. I don't know how we're going to formulate this, how this is going to work. After the elections, I think it's going to be much clearer. Right now, there's much being done. The only thing that they are doing is just clearing the area, still demolishing the buildings that are not broken during the earthquake so that everything is cleared. So it's just still in that mode. Nothing is being rebuilt at this moment. Mm -hmm. 
So the private sector may be where the relationship begins to be built from a real kind of tangible standpoint. What does that look like? Of course, you know, it sounds like you're already in discussions with their version of the ACEC, but in a perfect world or in your vision, would this look like local engineering firms, the leaders over here meeting with some of the Turkish leading engineer firms over there and sitting down? How do you see this happening? I think the main thing over there is we need to create a new system. And that system includes creating specifications and standards. And that's where we need to talk with those guys. And that's where they need our help the most. And we need to show them the process has to be done in order and they should not no none of the steps should be skipped and i think that's where the biggest help is going to be beyond that infrastructure roadways sewers electric lines all that stuff that is also part of the whole development over there i think it will be based on the communication that we will have with the private companies over there and the organizations How do you feel that relationship stands now? Do you feel as though there's going to be a welcomed kind of open door to have these discussions with them? Or do you think that there's going to be a little bit of relationship building and trust building that's going to have to happen on our end? That's a very good point because you cannot go over there and say, hey, you you guys don't know anything. So let us do the whole design and process. It's not the case. I mean, those guys, they have great engineers over there. They're great engineering design companies, etc. Yes, we need to build that relationship and trust and show them that we just want to do the right thing. So these kinds of things never, ever happen again. So we need to build the process for this. And that's where they need our biggest guidance. The process has to be built and they need to trust us. And there's no reason why they shouldn't if we approach it the right way. Orhan, thank you so much. I know this is something that the industry as a whole will be following. So if it's okay with you, we'd love to check back in with you in six months or so and and see where everything stands. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you, Orhan. Be well and we'll speak with you soon. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Engineering Works. Listen and subscribe to the podcast on acecil.org or your favorite podcast platform.